Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Deconstructed. I'm Ryan Grimm, and today we're checking back in on the first round of the Turkish elections, which saw Tayyip Erdogan outperform polls and force a runoff, which will take place on May 28th. I'm joined today by Ismail Cortez. It's a member of the left-leaning Podemos party in the Spanish Congress of Deputies who was on hand during the election in eastern Turkey, the Kurdish region, at the invitation of the opposition party. And things went about as poorly as you could possibly imagine for Cortez and his international team of elected officials and civil society representatives. Now, we reached out to the Turkish government to get their response to what was a truly shocking move on their part, but we have yet to hear back. If we do, we'll append their response. Ismail was slightly delayed joining us today because he was finishing a debate on the floor of Congress. Uh, so I have to ask Ismail, what were you debating and did you win? Yes, yes. We, we were debating uh, the enlargement of the permission for parents uh, after, after maternity. And uh, how's that going? Are they going to get it? Yes. Well, wonderful. Congra- congratulations. It's always uh, frustrating sometimes when we in America hear about the state of European politics compared to what we're able to get right now. The big debate in Washington is whether or not they're going to attach uh, stricter work requirements uh, to welfare benefits. That's what Republicans are demanding in exchange for not blowing up the global economy by pushing the U.S. into default. So real civilized debate that we have going on here. Uh, but over in Turkey, uh, can, can you tell us about the, the city you were in and how you came to be there? Yeah, so I was invited by the HDP uh, party, which is part of the Yesil Sol party, the, le- the Green Left party in Turkey, and it is uh, a Kurdish party. Hmm. This is part of the Kurdistan, it's southeast of Turkey. And the intention was to observe the election, yeah, and, and to, uh, uh, to be together and to visit different uh, electoral colleges just to, to make sure that everything was uh, made according to democratic standards. And so the election was held on Sunday. So what was the beginning of your day like and when did it start to go badly? So I started at 8 a.m. Um, I went together with um, two advocates, lawyers of the, of the city. So we visited 14 electoral colleges in different villages, small uh, villages, around 100, uh, 700 inhabitants. And the whole day was quite well. It is true that we have to pass by uh, two um, checkpoints that were controlled by the Turkish uh, gendarmerie, mm-hmm. which were acting actually as, um, as an army, yeah, heavily armed. And, and controlling every movement between, between villages. So everyone was uh, checked into, into a list. Yeah, but the problem was at the end of the day when more and more people of the Spanish uh, delegation end up in the police station without mm-hmm. 
any any proper information. Right. So how how did that how does that happen? How did the police just start rounding up members of this uh, Spanish delegation on hand to observe the election? So first was um, even uh, in the electoral colleges. They went to the electoral colleges as soon as they knew that international observers were in, into the electoral colleges and and they took them yeah uh, with the excuse that they they were violating the national electoral law just because they put a tweet on twitter yeah it's, and from there it started everything yeah we thought that that was a joke so they arrested some of the people that but then they they were they were released but again they were taken into the police station, then liberated, and as soon as the, the day was passing, uh, more and more people were in the police, and at the end, uh, a group of police came to the hotel, interrupted the session, because we were following the result of the election, and they took them all to the police station. Did you go, uh, were you taken also to the police station? I was also uh, took at the police station, I think it was the I was the last one at uh, at twelve in the yeah at twelve a.m. Yeah, it was al- already very, very night after the the electoral result. Yeah, so they they took us and they they put um, some of us in the in the police car and even to the to the police station without any information and any any accusation or any allegation. Just they they just said come with us. You're yeah, they 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 say. Come with us. We want to check your your passport. I said you can check my passport here. Make make a picture, and you can have a talk with the with the Spanish embassy. They will verify all my data. And they say no. It's better if you come to the police and and we check check your passport there, which is totally unusual and I think even illegal. And what what did you hear from your colleagues who had been there? For a while before you got there, what- yeah, they were some. Some of them were even um, very early in the morning, from ten a.m. Mm-hmm. So they were uh, from the beginning just annoying uh, my colleagues, yeah, like uh, making promises that they were uh, liberated in thirty minutes, then in one hour, then two hours, and then they ended up being in the police station more than twenty-four hours. And how, how long uh, were you in the station? So I was I was I was driven to the police station, as I said before, at twelve a.m. And then we were not really liberated. Yeah, we were uh, driven to the airport around seven a.m. Uh, police were with us in the in the airport until three p.m. of the next day. So I think it was yeah, around fifteen hours. Did you sleep at all, or what? What were the no, what was the delegation no, doing in the jail? No, not at all. Yeah, station? so I was um, together with other member of parliament. I was one of those who was in charge of making the connections with the Spanish embassy and with the Spanish uh, minister of foreign affairs. Who I have to say loudly that they were all the process all along the way helping. To the Spanish delegation, to the to the ten people that were detained in the police station of Sirt. And I know it can be obnoxious when people say, "Hey, do you have any idea who I am?" Uh, but did you 
did you say to the police, listen, no. I, I'm a member of Congress. I'm a member of part. I'm an MP from Spain here to observe the election. What What was the response from no, police really. officials? I didn't. I didn't make that um, uh, claim myself. Yeah. So um, because I knew they 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 would they would play with with us. I thought that they they already had all the information right. about us. So I I didn't want to allow them to to make fun of of me and and my colleagues. Yeah. But it was the Spanish ambassadors who said, um, "Did you know that among the the people are uh, two two deputies?" member of parliament and and one senator and police they were all alone very irrespectful how did they treat people uh physically were you were you was anybody mistreated or no no it, it was not a, a violent physical violent mistreatment but it was more kind of uh, intimidation yeah an attitude of intimidation and and making clear that they ruled the party beyond any democratic standards. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You said in your statement that the uh, some members of the Kurdish party as well were, were swept up. Do you, ha- do you have any sense of what, what their fate was? What we know that this is a for us is a extraordinary experience. Yeah, we went to the to Sirt in southeast of uh, Turkey, the Kurdistan, and we were treated as potential terrorists. This is the truth. Yeah, mm-hmm. but for people and especially uh, those member of the opposition who live there, this is a daily basis experience. Yeah, and luckily, but this is what happened with them. Usually they are put in the political station or they have to suffer fake trials and, and so on. And uh, what was your sense of what the turnout was looking like and how, how the election was going? Because I know, and for people who, and maybe you could give people some background, um, American listeners who don't, don't know the context, but you know, the, the, Kurd, the, the Kurdish opposition uh, has, has often had kind of a delicate relationship with other elements of the t- kind of Turkish opposition and this time the the full opposition came in coalition together in a way that they really hadn't in the past a lot of you know sometimes the opposition coalition would kind of reject the kurdish elements you know to serve whatever kind of uh bigotry there was on the part of some voters they thought they might be able to win over um but what what was it that from the kurdish perspective that allowed the coalition to kind of come together this time this is so true 
I think, that first of all, uh, Erdogan wanted to, to win in the first round, yeah? So mm -hmm. to show to the country and to the world that he is the strong leader that has been ruling Turkey in the last uh, 20 years. So um, this is mm, momentaneously, yeah, we can say that um, it is a kind of a victory for the opposition that we can that they can take a second round. Also, it is true that in in the in the Kurdish region, but also in big cities, uh, the opposition gain most of the seats of the parliament. Yeah. So mm -hmm. in terms of the legislative elections, it was also uh, a good result. Now we have to see what will happen on 28, and especially what. Uh, what is the the weight and the role that we that the extreme right will have in, in those elections? Yeah, how they position mm -hmm. and how they align with um, Erdogan party. But answering to your question, I think there is a sense that uh, democracy in Turkey is first priority, and the um, and the coalition of the leftist parties with uh, CHP, I think, is is a very healthy one. Yeah, and I saw the news uh, recently that the the candidate who finished third with you know four or five percent, you know, the reason that both candidates were kept under the fifty percent, you know, he said he would endorse the opposition, but his condition uh, for doing so was that the opposition must basically denounce its Kurdish element, uh, which is just I assume an an offer he knows the opposition is not going going to accept. Uh, do you think that that was that was expected? Um, from from the Kurdish elements going into no, it, no, 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 not really, not really. The, the issue is that this is a very uh, it's an extremist element of the uh, mm -hmm. Turkish politics. Yeah, it's an extreme right candidate who, um, he, yeah, is extreme nationalist Turkish party that is going to um, to destroy the democratic movement. Yeah, so in a way, he was making fan of the coalition, of the opposition right. coalition. Right, right. Uh, what's been the reaction back in Spain uh, now that you've you've landed and, and been released and the news is out of your, your detention? Were your colleagues stunned or is er Erdogan... Uh, oh, no, they do, they do, of course. And there, there is a, a preoccupation not only for um, from the side of the of the leftist parties, yeah, or, 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 my, or my colleagues, but also from the Socialist Party and all the Democratic Parties. Um, I have to say that even the, the presidency of the, of the Congress of Deputies was uh, following the, the facts that uh, uh, two members of parliament and one senator were detained in a police station in, in Siirt, in Turkey. And, and also the, ministry of, uh, the Minister of Foreign Affairs was um, all along um, helping us, and I was—I've uh, been talking with him today. Yeah, so there is there is um, a big preoccupation of what is going on in in Erdogan, and the fact that they detain um, Spanish delegation and among the Spanish delegation member of the of the Congress and the Senate, it, it has a huge impact in in media and social media, no, but but also in 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 big newspapers here. Yeah. And has the uh, has the Spanish government pressed for any type of apology or accountability, or is this the type of thing that you think Erdogan will just blow off? Mm, what I can say is that already the Spanish government, through the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, uh, has made a, a request to the 
to the Turkish government, yeah, to to make explanation, yeah, and to like it is like a formal inquiry, yeah. It's a, it's a democratic, it's a diplomatic uh, way of um, asking for explanation. What so far we didn't we didn't have any. Any any final thoughts? Uh, you know, what was the? I guess you know. How do you reflect on your your night in this southeastern Turkish prison? Uh, to me, what is clear is that uh, there is a, a context of, of repression and persecution in in Turkey, in Turkey, especially in the region of the Kurdistan, that we have experienced one day in, I can say, in an undemocratic way, but. Um, what I think is that the, the Kurdish people, and especially those who want a political change, suffer much more violence, political violence and police violence um, in his everyday life. Well, Ismail, uh, thank you for joining us and, and uh, congratulations on the ex expanded maternity and paternity leave. That's, I'm sure that's, that'll be much appreciated by, by parents in Spain. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me in your program. That was Ismail Cortez, and that's our show. Deconstructed is a production of The Intercept. Our producer is Jose Olivares. Our supervising producer is Laura Flynn. The show was mixed by William Stanton. Our theme music was composed by Bart Warshaw. Roger Hodge is The Intercept's editor-in-chief, and I'm Ryan Grimm, D.C. Bureau Chief of The Intercept. If you'd like to support our work, go to theintercept.com slash give. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to the show so you can hear it every week, and please go and leave us a rating or a review. It helps people find the show. If you want to give us additional feedback, email us at podcast at theintercept.com or ryan.grimm at theintercept.com. Thanks so much, and I'll see you soon.